The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You can get them, but can you keep them? When I walk, when I walk, when I walk, when I walk, when I Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing Podcast. It's your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. On this week's episode, we are getting spicy because this is a continuation. This is our first like three part <laughs> episode in history, in the history of the Girl Stop Playing show. Okay, we had such a spicy conversation on part two. Part one was a little lightweight, but we got a little spicy in part two. And I just have a feeling that it's gonna get a little jalapeno up in here on part three. Okay, in the studio today, we have for the very first time our first ever poly couple in the building. Welcome to the studio. Are y'all nervous? No. He's, he's a little nervous. Go. I'm a little nervous. He's a little nervous. <laughs> I never held her bright lights on me like Come that. Come on. Uh, Real studio. We in a new studio, y'all. They don't know how to act. They like, ooh, all of this. This is fancy. This it, is fancy. It, it, it is a little fly, I have to say. I'm excited to be here. And I'm also excited about the direction of season two because we are going deeper into the important conversations and getting away from the surface level conversations. So Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of my podcasting career diving into entrepreneurship, talking about business, which obviously I'm an entrepreneur. I am still an advocate for entrepreneurship, but there's plenty of other podcasts y'all can go listen to, to find out Mm -hmm. about how people are starting their business and growing their businesses and all of that. This ain't that. Okay. On season two, I told y'all we're not talking about business. We're getting all up in your business. So, since it's your first time down at the studio, Raheem, we're going to start with a question for you because we've already heard Mickey's interpretation of how you all met, your first date. She set the internet on fire with the first yes. conversation and sharing the fact that y'all got engaged on your first date. And so I would love to hear the man's perspective of how that first date went and what it was for you on that first date that said, yo, I got I to gotta lock this down right now. Well, thanks for having me and us. Uh, the The date was exactly like the way she said it. Nothing different. I have no other part to explain about the date. However, my perspective on the date, people always ask me, why did you do that? How did it come to be that you proposed on your first date? And I always say that the vulnerability that we had in that day, I don't think, I've never felt it. I haven't felt it since. Um, but I never felt it up until that moment. And that meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Like, we were both at probably the lowest point. That I know I was at my lowest point. She was at a really low point. So in that moment, in that during that breakfast, we were totally vulnerable. And you don't get that a lot as an adult. And you know, you have to what go vulnerability looks like. The, the way it looked like that day. So I was about to leave L.A. after four years. I mean, my car got repossessed. Some jobs didn't work out. I wanted to stay in L.A. Some jobs didn't work out. I just, I was moving back to Philly. I'm from Philly. I was moving back to Philly. This was a week before I was moving back. Apartment, I've already signed, you know, to, to, to be released from my lease. Lost my car. Packed up all my things. Um, sold all my furniture. And we met online a week before I was moving. And it just turns out, just happened, I know she told you guys, but her mother passed like the day after we first spoke. A week passed, uh, a a week later, we had breakfast and we were talking about, you know, I told her that, you know, I was leaving, my my children lived out in LA at at that time, so I was moving back to Philly. Her mother just passed and we were just, I, I had, we, neither one of us had anything to gain, right? It was only all truth. 
It's like, look, I'm at my lowest that I've ever been. I'm broke. I'm going back to Philly. I had some job interviews lined up. I'm going back to Philly. I'm going to restart. She's like, my mother just passed. I'm feeling really, you know, I'm I'm in pain. I'm in mourning. And it was, you know, all the questions I asked, how do you feel about kids? How mm-hmm. do you feel about your future? What do you want in a husband? What do you want in a man? And it was just all truth. It was just all felt real. Okay, so sidebar to your to, to your um, answer. If all of those things were going wrong in your life, what said to you, well, let me get on this dating website? Oh, I was tripping. I was tripping. <laughs> I, like, I, 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 we said this last night, actually. I was on the web, just, just for something to do. I was leaving in mm-hmm, a week. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have been on the LA OKCupid. Okay <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or was it meant to be that you were on it the LA OKCupid? Okay because you weren't looking for something and you found a wife. I was absolutely not looking for anything. And in the midst of you're not looking for anything, like you said, the vulnerability, because you couldn't, I mean, you could like, you know, fake it till you make it and pretend like your car didn't just get repossessed or whatever. Mm -hmm. But for what? You know, that I always tell people, even if it's, you know, in business, if you are putting out a fake, phony version of yourself, you're going to attract people who are not really in alignment with you because they don't know the real you. Mm -hmm. And so I think for both of you, because you are willing to like, put it all out there, bear your soul. Like, I'm not looking to gain anything. Let me just almost like unload this on you. I'm gonna share with you, you're gonna share with me. I can get this off my chest. Um, do you think that's a little bit of trauma bonding? Well, we we knew that it was actually because the night before we got married, we sat down and had dinner and we made a pact. And we said, we are both coming together in really hurt places right now. And we have to make sure that we do our healing because otherwise when we heal, we'll grow apart. Mm-hmm. So we did know that we were- um, So you were aware enough yes, to Yes, we say. were aware that that was a piece of it. But the other part of it for me, of why I said yes to a man who had zero dollars and was moving back, I, I also really appreciated his honesty and really appreciated that he wasn't trying to put on airs. He wasn't trying to act like he had it when he didn't. And in L.A., that's very common. I mm-hmm. mean, they would be sitting there with two pennies and telling you they drive a Maserati and all this other kind of stuff. So I was really I was really um, impressed with how raw he was with me on this first date. And quite honestly, I only took the date because Something in my spirit was like, I need to at least meet him. And if it's nothing, it's nothing. But see if it's something. Yeah, but if it's something, it's something. And I had just gotten off my fast. It was exactly this time. So yesterday was our seven-day, seven-year anniversary of us getting engaged on our first date, which was April 3rd, 2016. So um, at that point in my life, I was just like, I have nothing to lose. I'm an only child. My mom just died. This is an experience I want to have. God told me that this was the person. I had been having dreams about him for six years before I met him. And when I hugged him, I felt that energy and knew that it was him. So for me, it wasn't a gamble. I, I felt it in my in my spirit. You are sure. So seven years later, you are the poly couple next door. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into Okay, wait, before we get into it, wait. It's because it is about to get a little spicy. Before it gets that spicy. On this date, and I know the answer because me and Mickey talked about this um, on the second might have been the first episode. I don't know. We talked about this before. You said that when you talked about kids, y'all were on the same page. Mm. Let's tap back into that because the page that y'all were on ended up being some different pages down the line. And this is a very important topic, a very important conversation when you are dating, you know, on, on the path to, you know, looking for a mate, not just dating to have fun, but a life partner. Because at that time, you already had a set of twin daughters mm-hmm. and Mickey, you didn't think no that kid. you wanted right. children. Mm-hmm. So you all, and that's rare, right? Or is it, is it rare? Like that. based on the other women that you were dating, did the other women show up and say, no, I don't really want any kids either? Other women that I've dated that showed up and said they didn't want kids never had kids. Okay. Like it just didn't like they they, they stuck they by. Stuck but they also it. weren't married. But were there a large percentage of women who said, "No, I don't need to have kids"? No. Is that a thing? Okay, no. I didn't think so. I, oftentimes, even when women don't put the, a lot of thought into having kids, they still have kids because that's what you do. Right, we're women. We have. We yeah, just, we're that's what you do. To just have kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So how did the change? of mind, a change of heart come about? Well, <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, so at that breakfast, 
I said I didn't want to have kids. She said she didn't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. That was a selling point. That was a one of the selling points for me. You know, all the things I wanted. I didn't say, hey, that, you know, that's that's going to get you a husband. It, yeah. But in my mind, it's like, oh, okay. I can we be can with really this woman and not have any more, any kids. Because my kids were 14 at the time. I'm good. Um, it, it shows you how people can change and how you, I won't call it compromise or sacrifice, but you, you, you change with your partner and you give, right? So you, do you feel like, though, that you gave in when she decided that she had a change of heart? Did you also have a change of heart or you decided to support her change of heart? I supported her change of heart. I did not want another child, but not so much that I would deny her from having a child because that's what she felt in her spirit. Was that uncomfortable for you, Mickey? Like, how did you, what did you think he was going to say when you told him? I noticed what I said, but uh, it's looking a little different. It wasn't, you know what? It wasn't even that conscious. Like, we kind of said, let's not take any precautions and see what happens and let nature take its course. If it happens, it happens. If not, then it doesn't happen. And it happened like pretty quickly after we said that. So we didn't have a choice. I found out on my 35th birthday that I was pregnant and I came, I was on a work trip. I came home and told him and you could kind of see the blood rush out of his whole body, but he was excited. And, you know, we ended up having an amazing little boy that we both can't get enough of. So are there going to be more? No, no, (laughs) that was, that was it. I'm at it. Like, no way. So I, so how do you know? Y'all using precautions? Like, what's happening? Because y'all are married. I know y'all are like, come on, what's happening? Well, <laughs> well, we'll get into that. We'll talk about the, the asexuality. And we, that's just, and plus, wife is on a... Um, you're, pre- you're preventing. Okay, you're preventing. That's why I'm just like, you're mad, they mad, they how's this going to happen? Okay, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah Got yeah. you. Okay. So, yes, let's get into this poly conversation yes. because... That's what we're here for, okay? So at the the poly couple next door, yep. right? Um, what made y'all? This is for you, Raheem. Don't look mm. away. All right. What What led to this change of heart? Because for for clarity, you didn't start off as a poly couple. On that first date, you Correct. didn't say, "Hey, this is my lifestyle," and and you say, "Yeah, this is my lifestyle too." No, you totally had a, monogamous. You totally monogamous. A quote unquote traditional mm-hmm. style marriage. Until year number four. Four. So your perspective of how that came about. Well, we've had, we were losing the the idea of what traditional monogamy meant. It okay. Just, it, it kept bringing up questions. I always tell people, uh, we used to joke when we lived in Houston, we used to joke, she would joke and say, I would do something sweet or something nice or we have a good time. And she say, oh, we would do that. This is going to be nice for the next 40 or 50 years. And something about that just, it just felt so long, right? And it, she didn't like when I questioned it. And we had this deep conversation. I said, you know what? Let's just choose each other every single day. Because 40, I don't know what's going on next week, right? So in 40 years, I really don't know what's happening. And I know that we changed so much. And based on the way we got married, I mean, we, we, we're kind of impromptu. Like, we, we really move with our instinct. Mm-hmm. So I decided, or we decided, that we would just go one day at a time. Mm-hmm. And in the course of that fourth year, we kept questioning. She was doing research, which prompted me to do research about opening our relationship, about what poly meant, about just sexuality in general. And we came to thinking like maybe this is something that'll that'll work for us mickey's version is that we were sleeping in bed one or laying in bed one night and she brought up the idea of 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 actually being poly and i was so relieved (laughs) that is that that's the version everybody knows um that i was so relieved that i was like oh I didn't say all that. Yes, you did. You said. I thought you never asked. I you never, oh, I mean, I was relieved. I mean, it felt good in my spirit when she said it. Like I automatically knew that'd be something that I would wanted to do. Um, but I have a different version. Okay. And I've told many times my different version is that we we came to Polly in conflict. Okay. We were in an argument, and I, I mean, I, I remember it so clearly. She does not. 
I remember it so clearly. We were living in Delaware. We've lived in many places. We were living in Delaware, and we were arguing in the living room. She was sitting at the bar in the kitchen, and we were arguing about something, and she was super frustrated and said, fuck it, we poly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So that was the end of that conversation. Cooler hairs prevailed. The next day, I was like, hey, you said a thing What's yesterday. What's that poly thing you mentioned? <laughs> like, you said a thing yesterday. I know that we were upset and we say things that we don't mean, so forth and so on. And said, well, what do you think about it? Because we had been talking about it. To be fair, we had been talking about it. So to be fair, um, so she said, well, what do you think about it? I said, oh, I'm down. And literally, I think probably the next day after that, we were on dating apps. You, you were on what? Dating apps. <laughs> oh, dating apps. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. Yeah, so it happened really, really fast after we decided. I didn't think my head was going to spin this time, but it is starting to uh -oh, spin. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Because how did you, like, as soon as she said it, I knew I would be down for it. How did you know in your spirit at that moment I'm okay with my wife dating someone else? Well, that I didn't know. Okay. I knew that I would be okay with me <laughs> oh, being poly. You were okay with you being poly. But Got not to it. say that I wouldn't be okay with it, but I didn't know how I would you feel. <laughs> I would I didn't know how I would feel if and when she would date somebody. And she ended up dating somebody first. She ended up dating somebody first. From a dating app. From mm -hmm. a dating app. So both of you got your start on dating apps? Mm -hmm. Correct. And did you put it in your profile? Like, hey, I'm Polly. Yes, Holla. that is part. So being Polly and ethically non-monogamous, ethical, what That's you're going to do it. is you're going to put that information out there. Because it's all about giving people options. You know, you don't want to hide that. You might as well just cheat. You might as well be monogamous and, and you know, date and not tell anybody. And you got secrets and yeah. you're hiding your phone. Because the whole thing is we're open, not right. just like our relationship is open, but we're actually open in communication with one another. Mm -hmm. None of this is a secret. That's Consent is very part. important. So have you ever experienced, and I mean, it's out there, it's on your profile or whatever, mm -hmm. but if you meet someone in real life, have you ever gotten a negative response when you brought up the fact that you're poly, you're already married, you don't have an intention on not being married, this is just like you're gonna get with it or get lost? I, I have never gotten any negative uh, responses, no. Really? No. But these are not poly women that you're dating necessarily, or are they? I have dated non-poly women. It is not uh, a, a game I like to play. Hey, that's like you turning somebody out, ain't it? It's like, <laughs> yeah. basically. It what happens is a woman that is monogamous, they'll see me and say, he's available. Because that's the first thing is you being available, whether you're, you have somebody or not. The second thing is that you have consent. Mm-hmm. Right, because if if I'm if I'm cheating, I'm available, but I don't have consent. I gotta sneak around, and I, I'm not as available My as I pretend to be. be. My wife might be calling you. So first is availability. Second is consent. My wife knows about this. My wife has sanctioned me being out on a date with you. However, it will come a point where that monogamy kicks in with the the ownership, and it's not a bad thing. It's just that's that's how monogamy works. This is my person. Knowing that I have someone at home, in your head, it's like, oh, he's available, but he's not mine. Mm -hmm. And in monogamy, that person is mine. Mm -hmm. Good, bad, or indifferent, that person is mine. And you'll feel, you'll feel that energy is, I got to go home to my wife. This was great, but I'm going to go home. I'm going to see you later. I'm going to text you later. I'm going to call you later. So that eventually kicks in, and it is not a That's good yeah. feeling. They eventually decide they can't handle it. Yeah, it's not a good feeling. So are there, like, poly apps, poly meetups, poly... It's like, poly where are you everything. meeting these people? It's poly everything. Yeah. Anything you can think of, there's a, a poly thing. It's a underworld out here, y'all. It's a <laughs> yeah. No, it's not it's underworld. It's not underworld. It's, 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 it's out. a thing. And you know what? And that's one of the reasons we decided to be public with it, because if, it rem if you don't know the poly couple next door then it remains stigmatized. Mm -hmm. And so our goal is really to show people that it's not this underworld seedy type of thing. Mm -hmm. Like we're normal people, we're parents, we're, you know, I'm PTA, all that stuff. And it's 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 the, the normal life that everybody else is living. We just happen to be non-monogamous. Where do I want to go? I have so <laughs> many, okay, rules. 
I asked Mickey last time, do you be like talking to your little girlfriend? Look, I even got an attitude when I ask the question. <laughs> you be talking to your little girlfriends at the house so Mickey can hear you. Does she yeah, talk to her daughter. boyfriends at the house? Like, how, are these girlfriends and boyfriends? Let's start there. Are these girlfriends and boyfriends or are these just metas? Oh, look at you. Did look some at research. you doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she did some research just the last time. I have, yes. Okay. Well, the thing is, you can have, there can be a plethora Right, you can. It, you can it, have whatever you like. You can have whatever you like. It can be a sexual sexual relationship. It can be a platonic relationship. It can be somewhere in the middle. It can be a whole relationship. It can be somebody living in the extra bedroom in your house. It can look however you, mean poly you want. Can look yeah. however or what y'all got going on? Y'all, y'all's version of poly. Uh, our version of poly is I. We date separately, uh-huh. which I think she told you. We date separately. I'm not. I haven't elevated to part, super partner like a, what's that mean? A, a partner like someone that you know is my partner, like a right? girlfriend. Yeah, like, like a, a girlfriend. Title, I haven't. Title. Yeah, I haven't elevated to that point yet. But I date. I've, I've dated a couple women for it's been a while. Like what? A year. But there's no escalation. So, so you're saying you're, that whole phase is because in the monogamous world, right if now. you're dating for a year and you're not a girlfriend, exactly. that's what you're thinking. That's your I girlfriend. Know. That is your girlfriend. How is that not but your girlfriend? Because it's different than monogamy. You just don't call her your girlfriend. Well, it's different than monogamy. That she's a partner for sure. Wow. But 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 labels mean a little different in um, poly oh, than okay. it does in monogamy. Are these poly people? Yes. Okay. So yes. they have other. Uh, Correct. Partners. Correct. Are any of them married? My partners You're, that are, no, yeah. no, none no. of them are married. And what about you, Mickey? You have. I'm, I'm just you got a boyfriend right now. Okay. Yeah. So, how does that part work? If he got <laughs> ten, whatever they are called, meta. Are they metas? That well, they would like, be my meta. So his partners. Oh, so I didn't do enough research. Okay. 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 So his partners are your metas. Right. So he doesn't have any metas right now because you don't have any other partners. So if, well, I guess the answer is no, you each both do your own thing because obviously if there's zero on this side and 27 on this side right now, it doesn't, there's not necessarily a balance. Okay, 22. Sorry, put some respect on your name. (laughs) There's, it's not about being balanced. It's not, it's not, not in the number of people you're dating. Okay. No, I mean, we probably vary differently. Um, I am, I'm a homebody. I don't like to go out a lot. You can find me reading a book on my couch or playing with my son. So for me to go out, I have to really be interested in this person. And most people don't interest me like that, quite honestly. So I don't want to date for the the sport of dating. I dated someone for a very long period of time, and that was enough for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when that relationship transitioned, I've been kind of just, you know, doing what we do. So let's get into the definition of asexual because you brought that up mm-hmm. in uh, I think the second episode that mm-hmm. we had together um, as like something that you were exploring, like something that you were researching before you all transitioned into poly. So first, define what asexuality is and then how that affects your experience as a poly woman. Okay. So I did not learn about my asexuality until we became poly and years after we became poly because I knew that there was a mismatch between our sexual desire and that has always been present. It was present before Raheem, it was present in our marriage and then it really got bad after we had our son. And that's when I was like, okay, I know this is not sustainable just from common sense you know, we know that that's not sustainable. So I started doing a lot of research because I, I just thought it was ridiculous to lose my marriage over sex. And through being polyamorous and having, you know, partners who have talked to me about different, you know, their sexuality and exploring my own sexuality, I realized that it's my sexuality is asexual, which means my desire and my um attracting uh, by attractiveness I guess to people sexual attraction is low or or not there at all and so it ebbs and flows for me but primarily I'm not having sexual thoughts in a day I'm not like seeing a man walk down the street and being like oh you know I wonder what that's like no I don't have those types of thoughts so that was kind of my 
first inclination that something was different. Mm -hmm. And when I figured that out, it was really life changing for me because I just thought I was broken. I thought like, oh, well, sex just isn't for me. It's not something that I'm going to enjoy in my life. And then figuring out that this is my actual orientation really freed me. And then I've seen you know what it's it's even more than seen i felt whole Mm. you know i felt like this is truly who i am and that's one of the reasons i also wanted to share that too because had i run into someone who told me they were asexual it wouldn't have taken me 39 years to figure that out i want to i would love to know like the statistics on the percentage of women who would fall into that category may not identify themselves as that because like you said you were this but you didn't even Mm -hmm. know that this was a thing but I feel like just in my brain there would be a large percentage of women you you know better than I do in your dating career right if you had to put a percentage on it someone who displayed the same tendencies as Mickey how common has it been or uncommon or you think it's hard? To- I, it's, it's hard to gauge because any woman that I have dealt with were monogamous and they were seeking marriage. So if you're seeking marriage, that's going to be a part of what you do. That's the recruiting phase. You're going to do all the sex before you get married, before you get engaged, before you live with somebody. I agree, by the way, y'all. That, <laughs> just, that was just a, okay. I'm just saying, when you're dating, that's when you bring, you know, you bring all the stuff because... Because there's an escalation. Mm-hmm. It's when you get married, so then the real person. I am not saying that, it's but we didn't like, have. But see, you we didn't have. You a, get married in the real person. But see, oh, we didn't, didn't have, have a, that. True, true, right. So true. we jumped okay. right in. So okay. we had to learn all these things as you know, as a whole married couple. I gotcha. mean, we were married yeah. from day one, basically. basically. Yeah. So, so outside of your marriage, I just want to talk about the asexuality really quick because mm-hmm. did you? do what Rahim is saying that most women do, which is, I know that sex is expected, so I'm going to have sex. I'm going to, you know, pull out all my tricks because I do want this to 100%. transition into a committed relationship. That 100%. is such a and thing. I, we, I actually just said to him recently, like, I've had so much sex I didn't want to have. Whew. And I'm just Talk at about a place it. in my life where I'm not doing that. Like, mm. it's, it is a betrayal to myself. And and I'm not having sex unless I absolutely want to. And that includes even with my husband. So I think that is the freeing part of being able to be in a relationship where that is not an expectation. It's something that if I want to engage in it, I can, but it's not, um, you know, he's not tapping me on the shoulder every third day, which used to give me anxiety. I used to be like, oh my God. Oh, I know it's coming. It's been, yeah. Like, I would be like, oh, it's been a week. Uh oh. You know, and for me, like, a week is no time. And I can go years without having sex and it, it, won't, it wouldn't phase me. And I have done that in my life. And that was another thing. Like, I've had long bouts of celibacy and didn't even notice mm-hmm. that I was celibate that long. And so for me, like having sex is, it's emotional. It is, um, I have to have an emotional connection in order to even think about it, even contemplate it. And then on top of that, the attraction, there's all these like X factors that have to like link up. Mm-hmm. And if that's not there or it, it, it's there and then it isn't, then I want the option to just say, this isn't what I want to do. And just to your point on, I've had so much sex that I didn't want to have. Mm-hmm. I just want to put this out there because it's, it's been floating like around Instagram recently of like, if it's not an excited hell yes. Yes. It's a no. It's a no. Mm-hmm. For the fellas. Because mm-hmm. y'all be thinking. Y'all be th- a lot of times women are saying yes because we are scared of what the consequence of saying no might be. We are scared that if we say no, we're never going to see you again. Like right. it's going to take this relationship off the table. So many women have so much sex that they don't desire. 100%. They're not, they're in fear. You know, like I all of the that. things. Yep. And, you know, I think for me too, because I was asexual and didn't know it, I'm thinking in my mind, maybe this is going to be the one that unlocks it. Mm. Right. So maybe I was pushing the sexual aspect, hoping that, you know, the sky was going to part and I would feel differently. And that just was not the case. And there's been so many moments where I've had I mean, my husband, I love him more than anybody in this world. It still doesn't generate in me the want to have sex. To just jump his bones. That's just not exactly. And a lot of a lot of women say to me, well, that sounds like, you know, me in my marriage. But the difference is that 
at this being an orientation, I can think back throughout my whole sexual history and see this. And there's never has is it like there has never been somebody that I've been sexually excited for or no, it's just like a few and far between thing. It's few and far between. Gotcha. I, I can only think of really a couple instances in my entire life where that has been the case. Um, and even then it's not necessarily sustainable. Did you take it personal? Or did you were you completely just logical when she told you this? I didn't take it personal. I mean I guess there were moments where I took it personal, but I knew. I've 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 had enough lady admirers to to know the feeling of someone desiring me and that's a big thing for me desire so i knew that that we were unbalanced in that way um there there were moments where i did take it personally but i knew that it wasn't me i did know that it wasn't me so if the poly conversation well i guess this happened after the poly conversation but mm -hmm. had the poly conversation never happened you had convinced yourself that you were going to be okay with the imbalance for a lifetime? For a lifetime. You threw that on there at the end. Because <laughs> you said that scares you 40 years down the line. I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced at that. But I was in it. I was committed. I, I knew... I. We, we used to do a thing, if, if, this, if nothing changes, can you still... Ride and at out, the time, yeah. can you still ride it out? If nothing changes... Could you still ride it out? And at the moment, four, three years ago, yeah. Could you ride <laughs> it out faithfully in a monogamous marriage? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, no, think I don't he know. Done it. Zoom he, in here. I, I, I mean, I think he's being. It would have been difficult. I mean, yeah, it would have been tough. I will I'm give still him a young this. Guy. I will give him this. Y'all always young guys. He was. <laughs> He w I mean, he was monogamous the, the entire time that we were in a monogamous relationship, as was I. And I really do think that... What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If it had gotten to that point, we would have had some sort of conversation because in order for us to have even gotten to this point, I felt comfortable enough to say this to him in mm -hmm. the first place, right? So we have a friendship, we have a bond that is really important with having these types of conversations. So I think ultimately we would have talked about we would have we would have yeah. gotten there he would have been like all right some gotta get some gotta get yeah. Yeah. we gotta work but yeah. i didn't want it to get there i knew in my mind i knew this wasn't sustainable mm -hmm. and it just was we have a whole family there are so many people that are we're responsible for and it's just like i'm not breaking up my entire family because i don't want to have sex like that's preposterous so then because you're a life coach mm -hmm. let's say a client comes to you same situation Polly is not on the table. Mm -hmm. But this woman, maybe she hasn't identified as asexual yet. Maybe she meets you and she's like, yes, I, I feel seen. I am understood. I feel whole now. This is who I am. But I don't want to put that burden on my husband of just dealing with it basically for the rest of forever. But I also don't want to be in a poly relationship. How would you advise her? Well, the first thing is she has to get very clear on what she desires and what she wants. 
And then secondly, it's about having a conversation with her husband and really coming to some agreements. What can you agree to? Don't tell me what you can't do. You need to tell me what you can do. So what can we do to get you guys on some type of accord that feels good to you and feels good to him? And that's where I would start. I mean, and it also may come down to if Polly is not for you and this is not something that he can do, then you may need to transition this relationship because that's not going to, to be no it's not gonna it's not gonna work out long term if he cannot agree to what you want to do and you can't agree to what he wants to do and i don't see by the way i don't see divorce as a bad thing i see divorce as you know sometimes a necessary step and that everyone is not supposed to make the journey just like some friends don't make it so it's not that because you get a divorce that that relationship was invalid or it wasn't a good relationship. No, it's time has just passed. And that would be a, a situation where if they cannot get on the same page, then it's time to transition that relationship. Whew. Do you see divorce as a bad thing? No, no, not at all. Well, <laughs> well, husband. I'm but, but, but here's the thing. I think that one of the reasons I used to, I, I never wanted to get divorced. So this is a new poly mind frame. It's it's not a result of me being poly. It's okay. a result of me wanting the best for myself and my partner. And if I truly want the best for myself and I want the best for him, if we get to a point where it's more damaging for us to be married, then I would rather us consciously say, you know what, this is not working and we are going to end up hating each other versus us saying, I love you, you are my best friend, but I do not want to be in a romantic relationship with you any longer. Let's figure out how we can do life for our children. But you got to remember also is to think divorce is a totally bad thing. You have to believe that marriage is the ultimate good thing. Correct. And that's something that they told us. It's true. Mm -hmm. They told us that marriage the was pinnacle. the goal, that that was the, the pinnacle, like mm -hmm. you said. So if you believe that, then you believe that divorce is the worst thing ever. Right. If you if you got married. Now, if you don't want to get married, that's not something you aspire to do, then I don't think everybody mm -hmm. has to get married. But right. I mm -hmm. do think if you get married, the goal is to stay married. It's not Correct. like I'm going to get married. I don't think goes into it thinking they're going to get a divorce, but look at the divorce rate. No, I... So, it's a right, gamble. So, so yeah. it's, it's a gamble. It's a 50-50 shot no matter how you slice it. And actually, when we got married and everyone was like, but you don't know that man, da, da, da. I said, well, statistically, we have the same shot as making it Everybody and we do. Yeah. So it really and we're doing better than most folks that have <laughs> done it the traditional in. way yeah. and, you know, courted and lived together and engaged and together five years and then married. We have the same statistics. We have the same chance of surviving. And the fact that we've made it seven years mm -hmm. is a milestone. And we've made it seven years based on how we got together mm -hmm. is even, it's even like bigger. It's yeah. even bigger. You know, so we're not even supposed to have made it to five. So to making it to seven, how we how we did it is, and then Unheard to be poly, of. like it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Like we're winning. Yeah. Listen, the the reason I love this conversation so much, even though I've made it clear that poly is not for me, <laughs> is and this is not a recruiting uh, video because y'all really tried it in the comments on the last video. Anybody Ooh, trying to comments. recruit y'all? Anybody yeah. trying to recruit y'all? Okay. Um, but I'm curious. I'm a curious person naturally, and because I am truly into this relationship conversation into having conversations about marriage because our community we don't talk about it and mm -hmm. unless we're talking about saving a marriage and it's, all of that stuff so I truly am committed to the conversation but I think it's so important as far as representation to see people who are doing things in their own way because mm -hmm. I don't believe in cookie cutter I don't believe that you have to wait 90 days to have sex be you know date for a year before getting engaged be engaged for two years to really know each other i don't right. believe in any of those things because i know you got a shot just like i got a shot right mm -hmm. so i think it's so important for other people to see that you don't have to follow this one straight narrow boring mm -hmm. path to mm -hmm. getting what you want um speaking of not following the path in my research today i tuned into tlc's new show oh Seeking brother husband. So I told you this last time, Mickey. My first introduction to Polly anything was sister wives. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of America, that was our first introduction. This is all we know. So when I think Polly, I think one man, multiple wives. Mm -hmm. Only to find out, because mm -hmm. you schooled me on the last episode, that Polly is so many different things. Yes. What you all do is considered Polly Amory. Yes. What? 
Tell me if I got this right. One wife, two men, or one wife, multiple men, is poly, polygyny. And one man, multiple wives, is polygamy. Did well, I, polygyny, polygyny is the oops, is the umbrella. Polygamy. Polygamy. Is the umbrella. Mm-hmm. One woman, two men is... Uh, Polyandry. Andrew? Polyandry. Polyandry. Mm-hmm. Ah. One man, two wives, or more than one wife is polygyny. Polygyny. Oh, so I, I was all the way wrong. Okay, so you I was all the way wrong. Po- polygamy is so you all multiple fall. spouse. Polygamy oh, okay. is multiple spouse umbrella. But that's not y'all because you don't have multiple spouses. Correct. Correct. Got you. Okay. So we are not You don't have polygamous. any brother, husband, sister, two wives. The huge umbrella is the ethical non-monogamy. Gotcha. Right? And then and you then have all, all the... So you got under ethical non-monogamy, you have polygamy. Then you got polyamory, swinging... Open relationships, you have don't ask, don't, ask, tell. don't tell. So what's These the difference between under- open relationship and polyamory? Open relationship is say say you're say say you're you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use you because you, you this not your your speed. But say you have a agreement with your husband, you say, you know, you're going to Vegas with your boys. That's a time, that's a hall like hall pass. A hall pass. Think, think of that, of open relating. Mm-hmm. If every once in a while you have a threesome, so is it still open though? If it's only one way, or it doesn't matter? It, it can be just one way. Yeah, it's so really about the consent part. It's about though. it's about what you agree to. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who is not poly. They are open, but only he can date separately. She cannot, and they play together. Okay, so, so they can have threesomes, and he can have girlfriends, but right. she cannot have Correct. boyfriends. So that, and that is what she's agreed to. Uh, yes, that's agreement. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It can look so Anything. many different yeah, ways. It's, so it's many different about, ways. It's all about what you can imagine and what people can agree to. So yeah, it's not about, and, and we're very clear on that. First of all, I love monogamy. <laughs> I was a great monogamous person, but from an ideological, you know, perspective, it just doesn't fit like what I believe in anymore. Uh, but I think, you know, even in monogamy, you should be able to design the marriage or design the relationship that is working for the people that are in it, not just from what you have been programmed to do or from what your parents did or your grandparents did. You know, really make it something that you and your partner create and enjoy being to, in right, it. Right, right, right. So on Seeking Brother Husbands, mm-hmm. it seemed like the majority of the relationships transition to poly due to infidelity. Has this been, not your experience, because I think mm-hmm. we already talked about this, but do you see that being a like a large percentage, and y'all might not know the business of the people that you know personally, but is that a thing? Do, do a lot of the poly relationships come about because one partner was unfaithful? I would not say a lot of them come about because really in the polyamorous community, we are against that. Right, we do not want you to come to Polly because monogamy did you dirty. It's really more so, you know, are you having open, honest communication and transparency and making the agreements between you and your partner? And how are you going to move forward now that this has happened? Because cheating happens also in polyamory as well. So you're not escaping cheating by coming over to polyamory. I think what happens more than infidelity is about needs not being met. Mm. That can be sexual, that can be emotional, that can be any other thing. So it's not just, you know, you cheated on me, now let's open up the relationship. It's like, I'm not, you're not cuddling me enough. I need some emotional, you know, I need physical touch, and that's just not your thing. Mm-hmm. And I and I can get this from this person, someone that cares for me. But polyamory is not going to fix your problems. No. If, if you are having problems in your monogamous relationship, adding complexity by adding more people is not going to do it. Fix your holes in your marriage or in your relationship first mm-hmm. and then talk about what you what options are available. So, I don't know if this was in the comment. It was in comments YouTube, Instagram, somewhere, but they're like, I could never be okay with just a piece of a man. Mm. And mm-hmm. the way that I took it, obviously the initial thought is you only have a piece of your husband. Mm-hmm. But another way of looking at it is you are getting 
pieces from other partners, pieces that you need from other partners that maybe your husband doesn't provide. And we talked about um, in our last conversation, I think you wanted to go to a concert that you didn't want to go to. And you're mm -hmm. like, well, just go to the concert with homegirl. Mm -hmm. And I think for that, you know, we're multidimensional, multifaceted people. I like certain things that you don't like, but she likes it or vice versa. So in that sense, it seems like it could be beneficial because you don't have to give up this part of yourself. You're just fulfilling that part with someone else. How, what is your response, though, when people say, you know, the you're accepting less than you deserve conversation. Well, we talk about um, checking all the boxes. Mm -hmm. In traditional monogamy, you are expected to check all of your partner's boxes forever, for 40, 50 years. When you get married, you realize that you cannot do that. Now, I'm not, I'm not pushing um, polyamory on people, but even if you're married 20, 30 years, you realize, you know, that person likes things that I don't like. That fills some holes for you. That, that you know, you, you can get your flowers watered because, like she said, I, I wanted to go to a concert that she didn't want to go to, and I had a great time. And she, she was able to support me in me having this great time, and she didn't have to, like, sit through this concert that she didn't want to go to. Because I'm like, I'm going to this concert. I, I want you to go with me. But... You know, I want I want to have a good time as well. Mm -hmm. So this so. literally happened with Kendrick and I. He wanted well, I bought him tickets to the concert mm -hmm. because I will go in this concert and go to sleep, mm -hmm. which I did. I did, and I did feel bad. But who else you gonna go to? This? You know, that, you exactly. know my love language. I'm quality time all, all, all day, every day. You know, I want you right okay. here next to me, but. That's why this wouldn't work for me. Everybody's so now, now I got to put my life coach hat on. No, right? because nope. no, because it's important. Um, I do not look at polyamory as a way for me to use people to get what I need. I fill myself up, and I fill my own cup, and I am giving to myself what it is that I need, and then I'm going to share that with people. Right. So it's not about taking it's reciprocation. I am going to give they are going to give and then we are all going to be happy as a result of that. So, um, you know, I just wanted to, to mention that part now from an interest standpoint. Yes. Right. Like he is into a lot of things that I'm not into. And I think it's great that you can go to a concert that. I would not enjoy. You can go with someone who would enjoy that. If we were monogamous, him taking another woman to a concert would be a problem. It would be an issue. But I can go to sleep in my bed, nice and warm, while he's having a great time at a concert he wants to be at. And that makes me happy that he's enjoying his life. Because ultimately, Cole, like, we get one life. And I want him to live his life in a way that pleases him and I want to live in a way that pleases me. Now the piece of a man part, there is no piece of him that I am sharing, giving away or keeping to myself because I don't own any part of him. He, Whatever I get from him, he is choosing to share with me and I'm choosing to share with him. Mm -hmm. You do not, people cannot be held. They're not objects. And so I can't share a person I can share some food, but I cannot share a person. So when people say that, um, you know, I'm not getting what I deserve. No, I'm getting exactly what I deserve because I decide what I deserve and I set that bar. And you're looking at it from a totally monogamous lens. You cannot even understand what I deserve on this polyamorous side, right? You're looking at it from how you're living your life. So mind your business. Mind your little, uh, mind your business. Mind your monogamous business <laughs> right, over there. Okay. Okay. Um, what about if one of you changed your mind? How's that work? It's a conversation. Everything is a conversation. I can't say what's going to happen at the end of that conversation. It's you know it's a conversation and it's agreements. So if I said or she said, look, I, I, I feel I, I really so feel some type of way about you your poly lifestyle and you dating or you getting deep with somebody, I think we need to change. That's a conversation. Yeah, we have to we have to agree to everything. It's even if we were not going to be poly. I mean, I will always be poly in my heart. 
whether or not I'm practicing or not. Like, I'm not practicing polyamory right now. It's the but, ideology but, of it. But I, re- I still identify as polyamorous. Technically, I'm the monogamous one in the relationship right now, right? But I, if I, if we got to that point, we would go back to our relationship agreements. We would make new relationship agreements. We would talk about that. And then he would have to have, you know, the input from people that he's dating because I can't make this, we can't make this decision in silo. There are people on the other side of this that this, that decision would affect. See, in my mind, those are just voiceless. No, not at all. Lists. They not got rights? All. No, mistresses are the voiceless. These are okay, not mistresses. You're right, I'm monogamous. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they have okay. they are in whole relationships, you know. Um you, I can't I cannot exert exert power over any more than I could over your relationship. Girl, you are so mature. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> But nor would I want to. Why That's would I want to? That's the mature part. That yeah, you, don't even, that you would, have I no would, desire to. Because yeah, so we, it is a lot of... And I would never want a husband that allowed me to control him. That's not mm-hmm. the type of man that I mm-hmm. am even attracted to. But to think that I don't have any say... You have the say you, that you agreed to. That, the agreements. Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. there are some couples who have veto power. I do not, we do not have veto power, which basically means I could just be like, nah, put the kibosh on you dating so-and-so just because I don't like her. I, I, we don't roll like that because there is a person with feelings on the other side of that. And I have been vetoed before by somebody's wife. So, yes, and it was not a good feeling. I would never want to make anyone feel like that, where this outside party now has total and complete say-so over whether or not you get to have a connection. So no, we we don't do that in our poly relationships. In your poly relationship, do y'all have group sex? No, no, we don't date. Is that against the agreements? We yes. just don't date date together. Yeah, we... no. Ever? No. You would never be interested, or would that just be a conversation? Um, I wouldn't say. I'm at this point, Cole. I can't say never to nothing. I mean, but at this point in time, you know, with the way my asexuality is set up, I'm not interested in group sex. Group sex is not my thing. It's not your thing. And no, it's not. I don't knock it for people that are into it. I had a, a partner that was a swinger, and that he was very into group sex. He was not having group sex with me. Um, so, you know, people are into all kinds of things. And I, I, I want you to do what makes you... Can Raheem have group t- sex without you? He sure can. Wow. So, oh, God, I have so many questions. So when you're dating people, is your lens, I'm just having fun, I'm just having sex, I want partnership, I want friendship, or it, could it be any of those things? Depends on the person. Wow. All of those things. All of those things. I've had all of those things. <laughs> Now the head is spinning. Not the, the, the head been spinning. It's on <laughs> tilt over here, okay? Jealousy for you, Raheem, because Mickey says she has found herself feeling some type of way on occasion. Have you? I don't. I don't experience that anymore. I I, I, I experienced some envy the first time. What's the difference between jealousy and envy? Um, envy is is about the thing. Jealousy is about the person. Now, I was envious in, like, I wanted the intimacy that this person got. He could have been anybody. It didn't matter who that person was. Okay. Jealousy is like, I, I want to be like him. him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, envy is, I want the thing that that person has. Okay. So I wanted the, the same feeling of intimacy that she experienced with this other person. I wanted that in the home. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, jealousy is not uh, an emotion that I identify with too much. Have you ever considered bringing in a perm? I don't know if it would be permanent, but like a bringing someone into your home, like taking that relationship to the next level, or would that be a sister wife? Or that's kind of sister, sister wife. wife. I haven't gotten to that level. Again, it's a conversation. If I if if you know if I'm dating somebody for a year or for however long, and I'm like Mickey. This would be beneficial to us. I would love for her to be here. It would be a conversation. I mean, she can just agree to it or not agree to it, but I'm bringing this. This is something that I'm interested in. I'm not saying, hey, this is what we're doing. I'm asking, how do you feel about this thing happening? We bring in this person in because we are about are about community, mm-hmm. village. You know, we're talking about you know 
having more resources, child care, like all mm -hmm. the things, like a real village. Mm -hmm. And if that looks like her having a, a, a partner live with us or we get a house together, that's what it looks like. But again, it's a it's a agreement. It's a conversation. But n we talked about this last night. None of that stuff is off the table. Yeah, it's just it's how it feels. To me, it feels really good to know that there's always alternatives that we can come up with. Today, is that something we're going to do? Probably not. But if life moves in that direction and it makes the most sense to do that, then we would have to talk about it and, you know, come up with a plan for that. Speaking of a plan for that, do y'all have like a calendar and you like, oh, this is my date night, that's my date night, this is my free night, this is my... Listen, I, someone said something funny. He said polyamory is just a, a calendar kink. Yeah. This is like time management has to be on point. It has to be on point. Like if she has a date... Hey, what are you doing Tuesday and Thursday? I ain't doing on Tuesday and Thursday. Well, I got a, a lunch date on Tuesday. I got a, a, a night date on Thursday. Put it on Can the you calendar. Go, put it on. A, I'm like, put it on the calendar. I don't need like it does like that part doesn't matter. Yeah. I see it pop on the calendar and I'm like, oh, so you got so a date there on is Thursday? An actual calendar. Yeah, yeah we have we a we have a joint calendar. calendar. It's like I'm going out tonight or this is happening. You were on a calendar today. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. So this is serious. Yeah. Is you what the is calendar got to be t the calendar got to be tight. I imagine. Yeah, it's important, and that we have a standard date night that you know is that's ooh. Okay. Oh. So y'all have a standard date night. Let's say it's Friday. It is it's Friday. Friday. <laughs> yep. Raheem has something that he wants to do with someone else mm -hmm. on Friday. Mm -hmm. It's a conversation. Yeah. He it's a to... conversation. This I, is it. I'm this going is out. it. I'm yeah. coming to you. Okay. This is oh, the scenario. Okay. Well, the scenario is, you know, he comes and he asks me that he wants to do something on Friday and... I would be like, okay. I mean, if we didn't have something, if it wasn't like something we bought tickets to or something we had been looking forward to, we see each other every day and we put this time aside every week to make sure that we connect. It's not a set in stone Oh, you can do And a lot of times we do lunch on Fridays too. Yeah, so we try to date during so the day. We a do, dinner date on Friday yeah, might because be Because right. you considering we have the, the, the boy, if you go out on a Friday, yeah, add a hundred a hundred bucks to to it, right? So anything you do, you're gonna add a hundred bucks for the babysitter and you're gonna tip her and do all these things. So we try to date during the day. I'll take a couple hours Free off from dates. work. No extra. And the, the boys at school and we'll we'll go on a lunch date and we could still one yeah. of them could still go out on Friday night. Like it, and it, and say if it's a Friday night and it's like, look, something like I'm going away this weekend. We'll with we'll make it up on Thursday. No, no, no. Okay. no. I'm going to see one of my, my my friends in Charlotte. Okay. But make it up on Thursday. When I come back, we'll we'll do lunch on Monday or you know hang out on Sunday. So we ooh, we make ooh. it up. You know what? So he is going to see his friend in Charlotte. And I was just thinking when I was monogamous, even though we had never had any situations, just. The PTSD you have when your man tells you they're going out of town, you're already, as a mm. woman, thinking he going to be doing something I don't approve of. Mm. Not even that it's cheating, but just something. Talking too long, in somebody's face, smiling too hard. And it feels so good to not have to even think about that. And it feels even better as a man to not feel guilty for having attraction to women. Even if you don't okay. do anything about it. It feels so good to not feel guilty about it. So I think that there's probably, we talked about there being a spectrum, right, of, you know, poly means lots of different things, you're all, you know, you, this is your definition. I feel like monogamy probably has a spectrum too. And the side of monogamy that I'm on doesn't come with that type of jealousy. Mm -hmm. That's good. Because the donut thing is real. Don't I bring my you. man, up, don't do that. Mm -hmm. I but you. I don't. You know, he's going to a bachelor and I joke about it because he's going to Columbia and I'd be like, I know what the men mm -hmm. be doing down. I know what y'all be doing. So mm -hmm. I joke about it. But in my heart, is there an actual worry? No. Do mm -hmm. I check phones? Do I go through anything? Am I digging? Am I doing any of that mm -hmm. stuff? Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in that. I don't have time for that. Right. Mm -hmm. That's just not me. So I think that monogamy, that I guess is proof that this can mean different things to different Absolutely. people because we are still individual human people mm -hmm. with our own set of experiences and you know beliefs and all of those things so but who would think that a nurse giving your husband donuts would be so such an 
infringement upon your boundary, right? Whereas he could go to Columbia and have and a good time his with thing. his friends. So that it, that in and of itself inside of monogamy, everybody... It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. It's different, but you're not having conversations about your relationship agreements. So if he ate the donut, right, then now you're upset because he didn't know that that was a boundary he was crossing for you. So... What well, we're saying is, yes, but in my situation, he know about the, he okay, know about this. Okay, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you know, ideally, whether you are monogamous or non-monogamous, everybody knows the rules of engagement, mm-hmm. right? And what what your expectations are of how are you going to conduct yourself as a married person if you are monogamous, and how you're going to conduct yourself as a poly person. Just because we're poly doesn't mean we don't have expectations or we don't have boundaries. Um, inside of our marriage, we absolutely do. But you have they, boundaries. Uh, yeah, we have boundaries. Like absolutely. Like we have. We our boundaries are more about more so about safety, right? Mm. They're about like we share each other's location. That's okay. for that's for us. That's but that's something that's really important to me. Like I want to know that he knows where I am in any given moment, and I want to know where he is. Not because I'm checking up on him, but because if something were to ever happen, I would be able to get to him. Right. I would be able to send the police or whoever. And that's really important to me. Safe sex is super important. Getting tested every 90 days. Those are the boundaries that we have at this point. When we first started out, we had a whole long list of stuff. But now we are we understand better what is possible in the world of polyamory. And we don't have to, like, try to solve for that stuff up front. I love it. Okay, last question. Do the teachers down at the school know that y'all are poly? They might. I mean, we we don't we don't we, hide it, but we don't hide it. I think professionally, I haven't told like people at work. Hey, people at work. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh, tuning in. Or, I mean, a lot of people follow you. I mean, somebody's going to come across somebody's it. Gonna, so somebody's how do y'all feel about that? You, I mean, I don't oh, think I don't you mind. have a care in the world. Uh, right? We you out. The same? I, I don't mind at all because it's. Cause it's Again, it's 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 feel it's alternative, but it's not like this horrible thing. I don't think it's horrible. You know what I mean? It's just so, so it's, different. Yeah, and I'm I'm okay. I'm totally fine with it. If someone at work, like say my manager or somebody that found out or a coworker and said, "Hey, I saw you." Yeah, let's talk about it. If you want to talk about it, we talk about it. This is how it looks. This is what it is. I I'd be happy to discuss it. Is there like a poly pride? Uh yes, I feel actually, like there is. There is, and also there's gonna be um, poly prom and poly palooza. Wow. Right? Poly palooza. Uh, you bring all the people. How does that work? Yeah, like, poly prom. How does that work? You br- you take the person. Just, you just I mean, there's there's actually a pretty large community. It's a very of, large no, community I mean, here. The poly prom. Would you go as a group? Or do you, you go, can go as a however couple? you want to go? I mean, oh, I'm, I'm it's, a party. A it's a party. This is a party. party. For people oh, who are yeah. poly. Yeah. yeah. Got you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Exactly. I do have one more question. Or I lied. Ethically non monogamous. Ethically non monogamous. Yeah. Okay, because it's the whole community. Yeah, yeah, it'd be the whole community. So I asked Mickey this. Mickey, don't say nothing. This is okay. for Raheem. Okay. I asked Mickey if you wanted a, because she said it's like she don't own you, you know, there's no value, you do what you want to do. And so I asked her if you had a same sex partner. Would she be okay with that? And, and she, she said, said yes. I remember that conversation, yeah. What is your answer to that? If she had... A... Both. Does, if she had a same-sex partner, and do you have a desire to have a same-sex partner? Is it truly, like, freedom here? There is tr- freedom. Tr- truly freedom. I am heterosexual. Okay. And I don't mind if she has a same-sex partner. Your answer is still the same. Mickey. Yeah, my answer is the same. I, I I do not want to if whatever desires he has, I want him to have the freedom to get those desires. I love that. And I and know you do. Not, I love I it. I know you do. But it's not all. Again, it's not all. It sounds like it's a sexual thing, but it's not. It's not. It's really down to the freedom of being able to explore, being able to live in a space where I'm not judged for being who I am. And who I am is someone that has a strong sexual desire, who likes to be desired and loved on by women. Mm-hmm. I, I can't help that. Just like she can't help being asexual. Like she's come into that and she embraces that. And I love it for her. But the fact that I love it able, for you. I do, the asexual, asexual part, I do not love that for me. Right. But I support her on in her authenticity of it. 
but it just is not me. Mm-hmm. But her loving me and me trying to get my desires met is, I think that creates a balance there. Any final words? Yes. Um, what I wanted to say is, you know, polyamory for me has been so freeing and it really is about addition and not subtraction. So a lot of people are so afraid that if I open up my marriage or my relationship that I'm going to potentially lose my mate. And we have experienced the exact opposite of that. We have grown so much closer and been able to really get to know each other deeper because we are completely transparent with one another. And so, you know, while I'm not advocating that anyone become polyamorous, what I am advocating for is that you do some internal thinking about what it is that you want in your life and talk to your partner or partners about that um, and try to come up with what could work for you. You can you can design your love style. You can design your lifestyle and your love style. Yes. Okay. Make sure you check out the Poly Couple Next Door podcast, Instagram, if you're interested in this life, baby, don't come over here because your girl don't know. Go down to the poly couple next door. They got you covered. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe so you don't miss out on any more bomb conversations. See you on the next show.